0: Greetings. This episode is going to be um, a deepening or an extension of the discussion that happened before our um, weekly meditation last Sunday. It felt very pertinent at the time, and uh, I've had feedback that has um, expanded seems important to share. So here we go. Um, When our bodies are being created in the bellies of our mothers, um, they're formed from a DNA template, as we know. And so all of the stories of our ancestors are carried forward into our bodies as as programming and we are affected by the the state of being of our mothers as well uh, physical and emotional uh, etc and we are affected by the energies surrounding our mothers because we are living in water in the belly of our mother, and, and water is extremely conductive. So we receive all kinds of energies as we're spinning around <laughs> uh, with our bodies being created in the bellies of our mothers. Uh, so when we're born, as our history for a very long time has been one of the Beliefs in separation and duality, um, and an extremely concrete 3D reality. Um, that is what our bodies are prepared for. And so we're born, and we get immediate uh, reactivation or activation of all of that programming from the people taking care of us, from our families, and uh, particularly our mothers and fathers and siblings. And our parents are (laughs) very needy (laughs) in the sense that um, they need us to perform uh, they need us to be good children and so that you know we can uh, assure them that they are good parents um, and so they they inculcate in us very I mean immediately all of their insecurity and and the need to, to perform, which brings us more and more into, into separation. Um, if our parents didn't insist that we communicate on their level, very beginning of life Um, parents are (laughs) uh, often quite desperately trying to understand what their children are are telling them with their smiles grimaces wails um, screams (laughs) Um, and It's very frustrating for many new parents to not understand, to feel that they don't understand what their children, what their babies are saying to them. And so uh, it's totally understandable that the baby is um, positively reinforced for communicating in ways that the parents will understand. When parents and families can, right from the beginning, right from when the child is being created in the belly of the mother, um, and even before, when there can be a a soul connection, a connection with the the essence of this new newly incarnating being there's a different level of understanding when the baby is born um there is less need to pull that child out into verbal communication um because there's already a soul connection and understanding what the child is communicating is easier. There has been a tendency also to... need to constantly stimulate the child uh, to develop the brain to develop their thinking capacities and so there's all different kinds of um, sounds and sights and um, things that are uh, calculated to get that child engaged in the world, but engaged often with um, with a certain plan in mind, <laughs> you know, getting that kid into law school. <laughs> the <laughs> the child is is. As we all are, is bathed in an ocean of life. Um, it's much it's much easier in situations and places where we don't have the constraints of uh, winter, for example, <laughs> where we're inside and. Um, Typically isolated from nature. But anyone who has uh, plants, uh, pets around, um, these creatures, these other beings are also engaging with, with the baby. Um and and this is obvious you know you, we 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 recognize that even in our ignorance of all the different levels with which they are communicating Um music certainly um feeds a child and and sounds of of nature what's coming to me is the first, the first sound that I ever made was the sound of the goat from outside of, uh, of the window where my crib was in, in Trinidad when I was little. So that was the first sound that I made. And, um, You know, I realized that 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 was a, a form of communication with that other creature that was out there. but children, babies, you know, at a certain point, uh, this gets kind of beaten out of us, but babies are open to all of life, and all forms of of um, of natural existence are feeding that child. We pull our children into duality and separation. Is what I'm saying. If we don't throw ourselves into into Desperately getting our kids to talk, desperately getting them to to communicate clearly quote unquote with us, uh, which means basically on our uh, in our playing field. Um, and if we attempt to develop a more telepathic um, or physical communication, with the baby, that child will have a it seems to me will have a, a greater experience of the the wholeness of life around them and the the support of that circle of life. We hear of many people. Um, who are kind of um, who are left alone as children or who are single children uh, um, who grow up with their families in a forest or something like that I'm thinking of Anastasia um, but um, who will wander off and be very aware of being part of this incredible uh, family of of life, this amazing earth family of all the different beings that that exist on this planet. And this is something that that we we steal from children and so they don't have this our babies, for for a long time, have not had the foundation of security of knowing that they that they are supported by all of these beings by this web of life, and as time goes on, in our growing um, imitation of the stories that, or replication of the stories that we've been taught from our ancestors. Um, We focus entirely on the immediate people around us with time, because most of us don't feel that we were seen or loved or taking care of the way that we, we wanted to be or that we deserve to be, depending on how, what the story is you tell yourself, um, a, a certain bitterness develops. And going back in childhood memories um, will... Activate feelings of of, of bitterness and uh, aloneness, uh, being all alone, rather than being surrounded by life and supported by life. And so, because so many of us grew up feeling that we were alone and that we had to uh, grow up really fast and uh, be responsible and uh, etc. We, we became people who take care of other people. Um, many of the people in the, the community uh, around Hartroot are people who I would I would say everybody in our community that when I think of it um, are people who who are caregivers who take care of other people and this arises because we're caring for them. in the way that we would have loved to have been cared for, understand. But the bottom line understanding, or belief rather, is that we will never be loved this way. We will never be taken care of this way. Even though there's this, this uh, aching to be Completely taken care of. And so, what we find is people who are extremely independent and strong and efficient and the pillar of the whole, you know, circle of life around them. And inside, these people are absolutely craving the ability to find somebody who will completely take care of them. It's the old wound of childhood. And at this time, as all of our oldest, deepest wounding is coming up, this is what I am seeing in people. And experiencing myself, it's the oldest, oldest wounds. Also, it's so perfectly timed uh, in that, you know, between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, between the deepest, darkest part of the year, when we are uh, in touch with all that we've learned from our families, all of the traditions and programs, and habits, etc., etc., rules and regulations, this gets, um, particularly around the holidays in December, right, when there's the the winter solstice here in the north, um, we dive deep into that understanding and then move from that energy of everything that we've learned and what we've been programmed with, we move gradually outward towards the, I'm thinking outward along the tunnel of a cave, to the spring equinox when we uh, exit the cave and we go out into the world. Um... And so the time between the winter solstice and the spring equinox is a time of sorting through what we have learned and what no longer serves us, what no longer resonates with for us. And so each time we've spun around this circle, this annual circle, we've had a chance to decide how we're going to manifest ourselves, how close to our truth with all the letters and capitals, dare we um, dare we express as we move out into the world uh, in the in the spring equinox um, And so, this is what is happening at this time, planetarily, and for every one of us. Each time we've gone through this this cycle, we've been able to touch deeper and deeper layers. And the deepest and most basic uh, wounding is that belief that we are alone. So... Physically, the this relates in oriental medicine to the water element, and therefore to the entire genital urinary tract, so the kidneys, the bladder, all of the plumbing, and the reproductive organs, but also the hair, and the ears, and the bones. And so, many people are feeling really dizzy. This is related to the ears, to the inner ear, and it's also related to kidney toxicity. Um, people are, are having all kinds of symptoms related to these, to, to these parts of their bodies. The, the back, in general, is supported by the kidneys, and so very often there's. I've heard of many people with, with issues with with pain and physical symptoms in in their backs. This is happening also because this time period um, deals with our identities, in the sense of. myself, this individual, um, this body with me in it, (laughs) how am I going to survive in the world? And so with this foundational wounding of I am alone, this then moves into the terror, the terror related to being alone and having to survive and i think that this is what many people are are touching or uh, are being <laughs> solicited to touch by physical symptoms that are that are arising most of us don't want to go anywhere near something called terror (laughs) but when you find yourself immobilized for whatever reason psychological or physical um, this is the kind of um, this is the tint of uh, emotion that is arising right now for many people I believe so I'm just gonna run over that quickly um, the initial wounding being the belief that we are alone creates people who will take care of other people partially to ensure that that we're loved that so that we know deep inside ourselves that we're good people, um, and also so that we can take care of other people the way we weren't taken care of. But inside the you know big, strong, uh, efficient and, you know, the, the pillar of the family or society or whatever, You've got this deep longing to just be able to collapse. A lot of people are collapsing, actually, and um, and this is bringing the possibility for the healing of that original belief that we're alone. Many people are saying that I can't even count the number of times that that I've read or heard that the opposite of fear is love and then people are told that they have to love themselves before they can love anyone else, etc etc which seems That's never made a whole lot of sense to me. It seems to me that the opposite of fear is faith. Because, you know, faith is that ability to walk into into the future with no light shining the way and knowing that that it will be okay. That, <laughs> that life is not against us, that life is, is abundant and loving and supporting us. Um, so the opposite of, of fear is faith, and it seems to me that one of the ways of cultivating faith is to be able to feel that you are really part of this entire web of being. To do that, you can go out into nature, or if you're um, inside because of uh, winterness or um, the present uh, insanity of lockdowns, um, maybe you have pets. And plants there's always a way you know there's always a way to connect with nature go out and buy some flowers. even if they're grown in hothouses, etc they still are beings with with lives and energy and will communicate with you will communicate with you through color and scent and form and energy. So, to me, the the final healing of this original wounding of the belief that we are alone, is to, however you can, whether you you sit in meditation and connect with the web of existence or whether you go out into nature and feel it in every cell of your being or whether you sit and um, connect with, uh, with an animal, with... Uh, if you've got no plants and no animals around you um put put bird song on on your on your phone <laughs> and and let that communicate to your soul you understand Or of course you can always um in a meditative state you can connect with all that is uh, I think that's basically what I wanted to say um, if you want to join with the Heart Tree community in our meditations we have zoom meditations every Sunday um, You can communicate with me to get the link uh, for the live Zoom meditations. If you want to listen to them on your own, um, they are recorded and put onto a Patreon site that you can subscribe to. So that's patreon.com and you go to Heartroot. Um, Thank you for listening. Many, many blessings and much love to all the hearts receiving this energy. And until next time,